live listeners. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Here we go. This is Good, Bad, More. Back back at it again. Week nine. Week nine, is it? In the NFL. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I mean, like, say. I've lost track of weeks. Time just seems to blend We started into probably itself. week four, I would say. I think, yeah, our first episode was, I think we we're two weeks deep, so we had a lot to cover. Yeah. We got uh, a lot to go over. We'll start with a recap, quick recap, then we'll go into our starts and sits. Yeah, and then we got a little, uh, well, we're halfway there, folks. Um, so we have a lot to talk about in terms of future trade playing kind of just general outlooks because like i don't know it's crazy how time flies it is crazy sometimes you just gotta sit back and look at your holes man yeah we're bringing it back we're bringing back the holes wow um (laughs) just when you thought it was over on that note it's been a uh it's been a it's been an eventful week in the nfl um some big games this week uh the giants fell to my seahawks uh yeah they did Ended their their winning streak. Um, they're now six and two. The Seahawks have improved to five and three, uh, atop of the NFC West. Who would have thought? What a goofy division! I, I knew this was the game that the Seahawks <laughs> would win going into this because it's just like I don't know. Finn was confident. He was like he was sitting on the couch. He was just like it just felt like so, a game that the Seahawks were gonna win. So relaxed, you know, like. Especially, I know I was watching the Lions game when they choked that disgusting game to Miami. I feel like my my blood pressure was up, yeah, tenfold. I, I usually sleep in a lot longer than Ryan, so I'll wake up in the morning and hear him like yelping <laughs> in the living room. We're roommates, by the way, but more I'll hear sh- him in the room shriek. Him, him in the him in the living room like, ah! oh my god, oh my god, <laughs> Jared, why'd you fumble? Oh god, so Don't me. so. Um, <laughs> that's how I wake up in the morning. Then the Seahawks game comes on and we win. It's like, oh yeah. And it's just, everything's good in, in Seattle. <laughs> everything's right in the world for Seattle fans. Yeah. Um, there's some other games though, too, not just the Dolphins and, uh, yeah. we had a good, it was a great week for fantasy football. We, it was a big explosion week. Lots of high scoring, highfalutin games. Yeah. It just seems like everything's kind of back to, back games, to normal. Games we didn't really expect to explode, like went off too, like, what about the Panthers and the Falcons? Oh, yeah. That was a big one. That was um, awesome. Missed field goal in overtime yeah, by the Panthers. Meant that Eddie the Falcons Pinheiro. could win. Yeah, and after that beautiful 68-yard bomb from P.J. Jammin Walker. Yeah. He was jamming and yammin'. No, he was like, he it was, was crazy. decisive. He yeah. was quick. Yeah. D.J. Moore had a smile on the his Panthers face. Panthers were killing it on the ground. DJ Moore had a huge game, 25 points or so. Yeah, Deonta Foreman. Deonta Foreman. And, oh, oh He had three touchdowns. Deonta Foreman, right? yeah, I believe so. Three touchdowns. Chuba Hubbard was not in the game, I believe. No, Chuba um, had the walking boot. He was a casualty of the uh, Week 7 so, massacre. But Deonta exploded. <laughs> exploded. Delicious. Deonta was Foreman great. action. Um, what other? The Vikings uh, beat the Cardinals yeah, that to was improve a, to 6-1. and one. So they're they're looking really good. They improved as well. The yeah. trade deadline is another thing we got to cover. There's a couple oh, trades. Yeah. Um, one of them so, to the Vikings, TJ so, Hawkinson. So eventful. Like there's a lot going on. There's a lot to go. Like I I mostly f- cover the offensive trades just because like those pertain to fantasy the most. Yeah, I guess the only. I mean, we can just get the only defensive trade out of the way, and that was Roquan Smith. No, there's another. There was Bradley Chubb. Oh, and Bradley Chubb to, to the, the Eagles. Dolphins. Dolphins. Right. 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 Yeah, that's it. Um, both yeah. of those were. were he played. Cool. He played, didn't he? Bradley Chubb? No, he hasn't played yet. No, Roquan else. Smith. Roquan Smith uh, played. 
Tonight, actually. There was a game tonight. Roquan Smith is on the the Ravens. Ravens? Wait, wait, no, yeah. no, no. Who's on the who just got traded to the Bears from hello Bears? The Bears didn't play tonight. No, no, some Bears player just got traded to the E. Was it Akeem Hicks? It was uh no, it was a um no, Quinn. not Akeem Hicks. Robert Quinn. Robert Quinn, yeah, yeah. Robert Quinn. He went to the Eagles. Yes, and he played tonight. The, speaking of which, the game tonight was pretty good. It was pretty good. The Texans put up a fight. Yeah, a little bit. They were yeah. certainly having fun out there. They there looked, was a like, pulse. Davis Mills made a couple of bad errors, but he also made a couple of really good throws. Um, Damian and Pierce looked fantastic. Damian Pierce had 27 carries. He was delicious. Yeah, until he tears his ACL because they feed him the ball 30 Don't times a game. Don't say that, Finn. But Don't say that. It's... You know he's a rookie. He's got a lot of. He's got not as much tread on his tires. He'll have a while to go. Yeah, he's got some juice. I just for sake of, for sake of just bringing up Damian Pierce, I want to look up what college he went to. I want to see what the Saints oh, also he went to Florida. The Saints also blew out the Raiders. Yes, they did. Raiders were held scoreless. That was probably the 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 pit of fantasy despair this week was the Raiders offense. They were touchdownless. If you started anybody in the Raiders offense, you were disappointed. Yeah, it's not much better. Devontae <sighs> Adams had zero points or close to it. I don't know. Which is insane. I don't, I don't even know. The Josh, last Josh Jacobs had like, like six points. Just after plummeted. After three 30-point games in yeah. a row. Um, you can't really expect that consistent production, but no. the Jets also fell to the Pats. That was, um, that was the, the Packers. And I oh, think no, the Patriots. Sorry. I think the Jets are not as good as their record would show. No, they're like if everything in the Lions scheme went right. Like mm-hmm. if nobody got injured. I mean, of course, Brees Hall got injured, but it's a different story. I feel like Jets are like kind of mm-hmm. that scrappy team that just had a little things fell their way. They just had a different identity, and I think that. In an alternate universe, it could have been the Lions. Both equally as good, I'd say, as one another. I think the Jets maybe have just figured it out and have a little bit more confidence. But they're just, you know, they're like a they're like a wild card team for yeah. sure. If they can scrape by a few more wins, maybe go. Seven, I think without Brees Hall, it'll be tough. Yeah, but no. they got James Robinson. Yeah, I DM'd James Robinson on Instagram. Yeah, we're trying like, to. I was like, um. Hey, love what you're doing. Good work. Um, a lot of people are believing in you. Uh, you got the you got the whole fantasy community on your back. Right. We all want James Robinson to succeed. In other news, uh, CMC had the trifecta <laughs> of touchdowns. Yeah, Last time did. that happened was in uh, was Ladainian Ladain- Ladain- Thomason on the Chargers. Yeah. Uh, he had a passing touchdown, a receiving touchdown, oh, and yeah. a rushing touchdown. It was magnificent. It was a great game. He won too. me my week, so that's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and the Browns showed up, beat the Bengals. Yeah. That was pretty big. Say, why don't we check in on our little bet here, a little wager of against Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins. Uh, it looks like I'm winning. Yeah, you had... T. Higgins, I had Tyler Boyd. We're repping our little horses here. Oh, I didn't have, I never said that Tyler Boyd was gonna be bad. No, 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 no. We're not saying that. I'm just saying that you were you thought that you would be right because you were gonna say that T. Higgins was better, and I thought that Tyler Boyd was gonna be better. And T. Higgins outscored Tyler Boyd by one fantasy point. Both had a touchdown. It was a pretty lackluster yeah. game, but you win this one. I, I do. Ladies and gentlemen, T. Look. Higgins saved me with a late grab. It was um, yeah, blown yeah. tackle, and then he walked in for a touchdown. That won you your week, actually. You that just did. Said Christian yeah. McCaffrey, no, but that yeah, that won me my week. Christian McCaffrey definitely helped, but I was down until 
uh, that final touchdown grab. Right. Thank you, T. Higgins. <laughs> Thank you, T. Higgins. I believe listening. two years I've had you on my team, T. Higgins. Right. Uh, <laughs> and I- I've never stopped believing in you. Thank you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, look to next week, this Sunday coming up. Bengals, Panthers, the showdown. <laughs> the showdown continues. The, sen- the showdown of the century. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Ah, uh, let's see here. We've just got like, man. Sometimes fantasy gets me exhausted. I just, it's so hard to keep up sometimes. And like, I love my job. This is my full-time job. I'm not even, (laughs) I'm not even a student anymore. I just look at fantasy and sometimes I get burnt out, but weeks like week eight just kind of make me feel a little bit, they make my job a lot easier. I I feel like you would, you could say the same just because it's like, holy shit. Alvin Kamara scored a bunch of points. He what? Had like 40, yeah. He had three touchdowns. CMC had like 40. Nick Chubb had a char- very characteristic oh, 25. God, it was perfect. There's no like sneaking um, contenders that we got to like go over. Saquon was a little low. Oh, yeah. No, Saquon but, had a dud game. But a dud game for Saquon is still a pretty good game. That's like an RB1 game. <laughs> it's 13 points. Yeah, he got 13 points. That's what his, he's that his you, down game. That's his second he's worst averaging game. averaging 13 points, right? No, he's averaging probably close to 18. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. He's really good. Yeah, what the hell? What the hell, Saquon? He's a steal of the second round. <laughs> Get your act together. He's like um, Joe Mixon last year. Yeah, he was, yeah. Um Should we go into our uh picks for this week? Well, I have a few more notes. Okay. If you don't mind. Run it, run it through. All right. Well, I'm not going to speed through, but I'll try to get through the, the important stuff, namely big performances by A.J. Brown and Derrick Henry that you can't ignore, both having 36-point performances. Uh, the Dolphins? Hello. Hello. Ring-a-ding-ding. Tua. Pick up the phone. It's Tua time, baby. Yeah. Tua supported Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill having 25-point performance correction Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle supported Tua <laughs> having a big performance shut up no nah, Tua is good that's how this offense works Tua is good <sighs> Tua is good but you're only as good as your weapons that's true and Jalen like hence Jared hence hence Geno Aaron, Smith hence actually. Aaron Rodgers Gino right now Sm- no Geno Smith Geno Smith well, he's got DK and Tyler Lockett he's only as good as Geno and wait no he's Geno's Geno's very good <laughs> but like think about it this way right like Aaron Rodgers who would you say is a better quarterback Tua or Aaron Rodgers well I don't know per, like historically it's Aaron Rodgers but if you looked at just this season without outside of the context of context of anything you'd say Tua is a much better quarterback right. than Aaron Rodgers because they have better players where Devontae Adams isn't on the Packers anymore you it's know true. what I mean yeah but he's on the Raiders and look at Derek yeah, it's because Derek Carr sucks. Where are we going? Like, I feel like this. No, okay. Here, I, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is that a quarterback, a Derek quarterback, Carr. a quarterback is can hold down their weapons if yeah. they're really bad. But elite weapons like Jalen Waddle and Tyree Kill are definitely going to make a quarterback look really good. Yeah, but I think only an elite quarterback can use those weapons. Whatever. I I, I digress. It's a discussion for another day. We'll put a pin in that. Uh, disappointing performances from Josh Allen, a season low, 17 points. Yeah. Except in our weird scoring league. Did he still score a lot? He, in our weird scoring, he got 23, I think. Oh. Was it more rushing yards? More? Uh, we have like points for, let me check. We have points for. Like long passes? Is that what we're talking about? No. He got 23.6. We have six point passing touchdown, yeah. and you have you get points per completion and negative points per incompletion. Okay. 
So, um, yeah, he scores a bit more in that format, but every yeah. quarterback does. But even though Josh Allen had a, a season low performance, he still like quadrupled Derek Carr. Yeah, that was fun. Abysmal. Um, let's see here. Jeez, I mean, the only really disappointing perform performances. I mean, like Amon Ra had a a pretty meh nine point five. Same with Joe Mixon. Not that those points are any bad, but... Amon Ra had more than that in PPR. I think he, in half-point PPR, he was... I can do a little calculation right now. I'll just look up St. Brown. Um, just because I, I traditionally play in a lot of half-point PPR. If you're in a PPR league, most our advice pretty much stays the same, honestly, just because I'm always looking at a half PPR. If you had him in full PPR... Seven receptions at seven points. You were looking at like thirteen points, and half 14. he was at ten point four. Right, that's what I'm. That's what I'm referring to. But, but you should still be happy with where you're at because he got ten targets. Right, back from injury. Um, right, I think you should still be very excited about him rest of season. Oh yeah, well I mean we're gonna talk about that later. I'm not gonna yeah. spoil much. Uh, we had a few injuries. We will. We will. We've got an injury alert. You almost gotta hope it's a cramp. Two big ones. <laughs> Two big ones. Every time. Two big ones, Michael Thomas and Rashad Bateman. Huge. Out for the season. One of our league mates probably made one of the biggest. Jesus, yeah. Big blunder. <laughs> it was Bruh. awful. He traded. I can pull it up. It might be one of the pull worst. Pull up the big. This is so bad that we're, we're, pulling, we're pulling the big blunder from outside of Finn and I's like, peripherals. It might be one of the biggest blunders I've ever seen. Oh my gosh! This is <laughs> we're so st- we're so starved for content. Okay, here it just is. Like one of our, our our league mate traded Miles Sanders and Jamar Chase for <laughs> for who? Deonta Foreman, oh. Kyler Murray, and Rashad Bateman, who is now out for the season. So we traded Miles Sanders and Jamar Chase for Deonta Foreman and Kyler Murray. Will in <laughs> Will? That's got to be one of the biggest blunders what? I've ever seen. What are you doing, Big dude? Blunder. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, I'm sorry, Will, if you're listening. You don't yeah. need this right now. Yeah, that's um. I don't want to kick a dead horse, but that was horrible. Um, I also have a few questions before we go into our our starting sets of the week. I have a few questions from friends and family who have listened to the podcast, the radio show. This one comes from uh, Thomas K. Back in Chicago. What's up, Thomas? This is just my brother. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he's looking for a flex option here. Okay. He has three wide receivers that he's thinking about playing. This First week. This week. is Romeo Dobbs. Romeo Dobbs. Playing Detroit. Zay Jones playing the Raiders. And Alec Pierce playing the Patriots. Finn? Hmm. I would say I would fade Alec Pierce. I'm crossing out Alec Pierce as well. Uh... Sam Ellinger, Ellinger, mm-hmm. he's not, um, I think the upside of wide receivers here, except Michael Pittman, is probably limited. Yeah. Um, Paris Campbell. Yeah, Paris Campbell fell off, uh, <laughs> which was one of my takes last week. Yeah, good for you. Um, and so, definitely not Alec Pierce. Yeah, they're not real, like, sorry, Thomas, Alex, I don't, like, these aren't th- three starts that I'm feeling super duper confident about. I guess it's more about, for me, the way I'm looking at it is the lesser of three evils. I would say Romeo Dobbs yeah. would be my guy. 
I was going to um, say Romeo Dobbs as well. Uh, Romeo Dobbs, he has the highest upside, I'd say, out of all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, he has the best matchup, which is which is good in Detroit. Yeah. Um, and we know that the Green Bay Packers, they didn't get anybody uh, at the trade deadline. It's Alan Lazard and Romeo Dobbs are the two main guys. Run the show. Yeah. Um, he had seven targets last week. That's not too bad. He had a touchdown. It saved his week. Um, but we've seen earlier in the year that he was getting a lot of targets. Maybe he can return to that. Um, we can hope so. Yeah, but well, you can also look at your waivers too. So I don't yeah. know. I actually don't know what his waiver situation. There's is. a guy like Rondale Moore. Dion Jackson would be good. De- yeah, um, if he's still available, maybe Colts yeah, yeah. backup for Taylor. He's projected thirteen to twelve point four. Yeah, um, so if those guys are out there, um, worth taking a look at. But I'd say Romeo Dobbs is probably your best option out of those. Zay Jones's floor is just like pretty low. It's pretty low. You're probably gonna get six points out of him, yeah. um, but he'll give you a consistent six points. So, <laughs> damn. Best be like you. You will be damned if he does not work his hardest to for those you, six points. For those six points. Gosh dang it. Um, what would he say? We get into our starts and sets. Good bad more presents this week's fantasy picks. So how did we do last week? I was looking over mine yesterday. Mm. Um, and let me see. For starts, I said Daniel Jones and Wandale, which were both huge misses. Um, and I'm not even mad about it because the Seahawks. <laughs> you should have known. The Seahawks. You should have known. I, tr- I should have trusted my gut uh, and said, don't start anybody against the Seahawks. <laughs> um, oh, Daniel oh. Jones had his worst game of the year if against only that I could tough, say. That tough could Seahawks say that. defense. If only I could say that about the Lions. And Wandale was held to two catches. Oof. Um, yeah, so that didn't go well. I still think Wandale rest of season is like he might be a good buy low right now because of that game. I think this is his floor. Mm-hmm. Like his this is the basement for Wandale. Wandale's in the cellar. Um especially since Kadarius Tony's not there anymore. Um Oh yeah. Another one of my I had a bunch of starts if you guys don't remember. He was Finn was quite generous. He yeah. what you had four? I had five, I oh, think. Well, you were bound to get some wrong. You can't be yeah. too upset about so yourself. So I got Tyler Boyd right. Yeah. Um, and I got DJ Moore very right. Oh, yeah, you did. And I also said start Raheem Mostert because he was playing the Lions. Oh, that he, was a big blunder. It was a big blunder, yeah. Well, he, hold on right here. Oh, I, I got it. Big blunder. Cut you off. Bruh. Cut off my stinky take. Um, Rude. So, yeah, Raheem Mostert. <laughs> Didn't do very much. Yeah, I was like particularly shocked by that one. I thought that was like a softball. I yeah, feel like I remember I patronizing so too. you. I over thought how so too. Easy it was. Yeah, but Raheem Mostert did not show up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then my one sit was Paris Campbell, which uh, he had a better week than you would think he did, given he had two targets and two catches. I think he got a touchdown, did he? Uh, he I'll have, have to check. I wasn't really watching he got eight. He got eight points, which I still say is a win, considering the past two weeks he was at, like, ten targets. Did you know Paris Campbell is spelled with two R's? Yeah, it's a interesting way He had eight Paris. points. That's a that's a bust, honestly, especially... Especially after his past two weeks. Yeah, no, you can, uh, you can chalk that 11 up as a and, W. 11 targets, 12 targets to two. 
I'd say that's a big that's a big win for me. So I went uh, three for three, three for six. So I, I got half right. Yeah, you're at fifty percent. Yeah, my starts and sits. I think I'm kind of back on the the doing well trend. Okay. I said start Greg Dolchich and DeAndre Swift. Greg went for four of eighty seven, combining for a total eleven rounded up fantasy points. DeAndre Swift twelve points. He exceeded his projection. That's good. That's technically correct. My sits were Cortland Sutton and David Montgomery. I definitely got Cortland Sutton right. He yeah. only scored a total of 1.8 points, one point or one catch. Jerry Judy, someone who I said to buy, I believe I said buy high or buy low. Had more? Oh no, he had he had 15 points. He had the. I, but it also wasn't Russell Wilson playing, was it? Yeah, it was. It was oh, Russell it was. Wilson. He was back. Yeah. So, but I think going forward, I think they probably go back to the the even. I'd say. Yeah. Maybe with Greg, they all kind of have like six or seven targets each. Yeah. Um, David Montgomery, 15 rushes for 53 yards. Yes. Seven points total. Pretty solid bust. So I'm going to give it, I'm going to give me like a 3.5 out of four. Pretty good. Pretty good. So I'm feeling, we're talking about, I have David Montgomery to talk about later in the show, actually. Oh. Um, oh, we have a there's some interesting, interesting stuff going on uh, on the today's I'm episode. I'm interested. Wow, you've piqued my interest. Uh, so that's later. Now <laughs> we have our starts and sits. Mm, I'm so ready for mine. Like, I we've got some spicy takes. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, why don't you start with your starts? Okay, here's my like absolute crush of the week. Give me the. Dante? Dante? Deontay Johnson. Give me Deonta Foreman. Deonta Foreman. Okay. Give him back to back. I want him. Who's he playing? I don't know. I don't care. I'm just kidding. He's playing the Bengals. Is Chuba Hubbard back? Mm, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. Uh, I don't think Chuba Hubbard is. I'm saying I'm a little shaky just because he didn't practice. I don't think he practiced today. I don't think there's been any positive things, but... He could play, but for the time being, give me Deonta Foreman again. I want to see him eat. He looked like a man amongst boys on the field. Multiple men amongst Multiple boys. Multiple men amongst PJ Walker, <laughs> DJ Moore, Deonta Foreman eating it up. He's grilling, grilling. See what Even I did? at his old age. Even at his old age. He's like roided up Frank Gore. We love him. It was a pleasure wow. seeing him play. Wow. Uh, my second start is not necessarily a crush, but uh, I just really like Juju Smith-Schuster Okay. Uh, against the Tennessee Titans. He's projected 10.9 fantasy points. Kind of like a borderline wide receiver two flex option. Yeah. And if you maybe are looking for... Like you have some higher upside guys on the bench. Maybe you are looking for like a, well, well, actually no, that doesn't make sense because Brandon Cooks already played. Uh, I'm trying to figure out like he, a or sleep. didn't play. Well, he didn't play. Yeah, right. Namely, but like if you if you let's say you were thinking about starting Brandon Cooks and you sat him and you have to play Juju, I think you should be feeling pretty good. I think he's going against a pretty subpar Tennessee. Tennessee defense, the Chiefs, they're they're coming off the bye. They're feeling fresh. And Juju's targets have just gone up and up. And I, I just can't help but feel this warm Christmassy feeling in my heart. It's making me it's making my heart palpitate and grow tenfold. He's warming up my cold fantasy. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. Oh yeah. You do your stuff. Um 
So in typical fitness find form, I have four starts today. <laughs> four. Four. Um, the first is Moster again. I'm just going to keep. Don't you ever learn. Chicago, <laughs> Chicago has a bad run defense. And they just traded Roquan Smith and Robert Quinn. Oh, oh yeah. They just lost their like two of their best players. That one's good. On defense. And they already were a bad run defense. And their offense has looked pretty good. So I think it'll be a battle. Um, and there's no Chase Edmonds anymore. No Chase Edmonds. He got traded. He did? Yeah. To where? He's on the Broncos now. What? Oh. It was part of the Bradley Chubb Chase uh, deal. So bring it back to the Cardinals. Mostert is the guy, I guess. And He's my, him. And I know damn well Miles Gaskin is not. They've been kicking the gas can down the road for far too long. There's no way he's coming back. I think they actually just signed Jay Ajayi again. I just think Moster is a smash <laughs> start this week, uh, just given all of the circumstances. You know Jay Ajayi? No. Oh, never mind. Is that a joke? It was It was a joke. Okay. I recognize the name. I don't know who Jay it is. Jay Ajayi, leader of the Philadelphia Eagles in their legendary <laughs> Super Bowl run. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. No, I'm just... I heard Todd Gurley is on the oh, it's on. It's on <laughs> yeah, the I heard they're signing Todd Gurley actually. Ladanian Tomlinson. Whoa. Yeah. Calvin Johnson's actually coming back. He's converting to a running back. Boy. So yeah, <laughs> start start Moster, especially since like I don't, I know for me, I don't have Saquon. I don't have Christian McCaffrey this oh, week. Yeah? I'm starting AJ Dillon and Rashad White. It's not looking good. If you have Moster, you need to play him. Uh second, Devin Duvernay. No Rashad Bateman for the rest of the year. Mark Andrews might be out. True. He's the number one guy if both of those guys are out. And also, their running backs are beat up. He's an explosive playmaker. I just think that touchdown upside is there with him. And he has high he has high potential. He can hit 20 points. He's done it before. Oh, yeah. He's um, been and he's taking all those punts as yeah. well. And I, I think his I think his floor has raised uh, with the Rashad Bateman mm -hmm. news, and I just think that like you can uh, trust him a bit more in yeah. your flex. He's this like week. a he's like a diet Tyreek Hill. Yeah, he's like very he's diet. like Kirkland yeah. Tyreek Hill. Yeah, um, very talented. Uh, oh yeah, he's great. I love watching him play. Actually. He's 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 really good on the jet sweeps. Um, Next is Isaiah Likely, and this has a asterisk. This is your start. It's a start, but only if Mark Andrews is out. That's true. If well, Mark Andrews is out, it's not likely. Is it? Oh my god! I I uh... big blunder, <laughs> bruh, bruh. <laughs> but yeah, if if Mark Andrews is out, you saw what Isaiah Likely did last week. This is an offense built around the tight end, um, and Isaiah Likely filled in respectably for Mark Andrews. He's probably not Mark Andrews, but did he, was a, he was a very, very good backup, and I think you can fire him up with confidence. Uh, next guy is Adam Thielen uh, in a great matchup with the Commanders, and he's been sneaky good the past few weeks. He's been a good flex. Um, I just think in a, in a plus matchup, you can start him and just be fine with it. Just start him up. Yep. Actually, um, I'm going to have to call a stinky take on that because – Adam Thielen is actually my sit oh. of the week. Oh. Because TJ Hawkinson is on the Vikings now. Yeah. And Adam Thielen, all of his double-digit fantasy performances have come when he's gotten a touchdown. He has never had a single double-digit fantasy performance 
without a touchdown. But also, you got to understand that, like, that's who Adam Thielen is. He's been doing that for years. Yeah, sure. He's, he's been a, getting he's been getting open in the end zone for years. He's a red. He's like a red zone hawk. It's yeah, not but, like it's not like one of those guys who like gets a few touchdowns, like Robert Tunyon, and no. then regresses. They need. He's gonna. He's Adam Thielen. It's what he does. He can, he gets touchdowns. Yeah, he's a red zone hawk. But why not bring in the real red zone hawk? I think you're biased. I think you're biased here. Hawkinson. What has Hawk done this year? <laughs> Except that one game. I just wanted to make the Hawkinson joke. Okay. But he's one of your sits? He's one of your sits? I don't. I just don't feel confident. They're going to want to get TJ Hawkinson in. Well, he hasn't even learned the playbook yet. Well, I think that you're stupid and dumb. <laughs> I think Hawk will probably be involved. I don't know if he's going to be hugely involved. I'm just, okay. I, you, you guys know that I'm a diehard Lions fan. I'm just so... So sad to see TJ Hawkinson go. It was a good deal, but I just, I want nothing but the best. He's such a good guy, and he just got traded. He just left our life like that. Hugged your loved ones. Hug your loved ones, okay? Nothing is forever. And I want to see Adam Thielen downfall, by the way. Oh, also my sit, my second sit is Chris Godwin. Uh, he has no touchdowns this year. I don't know if you know that. Uh, and the Rams, you you said we should sit him, Chris Godwin. Okay. Instead, just if you have Adam Thielen, Chris Godwin, you'd start Adam Thielen over Chris Godwin. I would say here we go. If we have Chris no, Godwin, you, you know that was wrong. If we have it. Chris Godwin, Adam Thielen, and Juju Smith Schuster, I'm playing Juju Smith Schuster. If we have Adam Thielen and Chris Godwin, and Romeo Dobbs. I'm playing Romeo Dobbs. I the I feel the Juju one I can understand. The Romeo Dobbs one is ridiculous. He's playing against Redon- the Rams, ridiculous. Staunch Rams secondary. Everyone knows that the Rams has just been getting absolutely torn up by the run game, and they're playing. I think this is Leonard Fournette's breakout game or another breakout game. I think they're just going to be doing checkdowns. I don't think Tom Brady's going to be looking down the field, and if he is, it's going to Mike Evans. But you don't understand. You don't understand. Okay. It doesn't matter whether they're playing against a good pass defense. It doesn't matter because they want to make sure that Tom Brady's all-time passing yards is completely unreachable for anyone ever. And so they're just going to keep throwing the ball. <laughs> they're going to keep throwing the ball. Even it's it, it can be first down. It can be first and, and 15 because they had a, a, a penalty, and they'll still throw the ball. Yeah, okay. It can be – like it doesn't matter. Well, like, you know, if Tom Brady throws a check down to Leonard Fournette and he runs fifty yards, that's actually technically fifty yard or fifty one yards passing for Tom Brady. Yeah. So I think he's going to be doing checkdowns. I just think there's if there's one thing you can count on in life, it's Tom Brady throwing the ball. Well, yeah, that's what he gets pays to do. Finn. Um, Stupid. What I will say though <laughs> is I do think that the Buccaneers' offense is not as good no. as it has been in the past. So the touchdown upside isn't there for Chris Godwin. Um, as much as it was before, um, but he has very large target volume. Um, last week, I think, was more of a fluke against the Panthers. They kind of got routed. Um, two weeks ago, you mean? Was it two weeks ago? The yeah, no, because the, uh, Panthers played the Falcons. Last. So two weeks ago, when they were what, playing. Um, no, I need to look. I need to. Are you talking about the the Tom Brady game where he just like shit the bed and was like, "I'm Tom Brady. I'm old." Yeah, might have been that one. <laughs> Let me check. Are, there are multiple games like that. I no, mean, I mean, not. to be honest, like, Chris Godwin has been getting 
more than 10 targets like for the past three games like i'm not i'm not sitting that like the floor is is like 10 points and with 10 targets if he gets a touchdown he's a he's one of the top 25 wide receivers but he hasn't gotten a touchdown okay but touchdowns are volatile like i'm not listen i think that what do you mean he's getting 10 targets every... Oh, wait, no, you're right. Just kidding. He's been getting more but than But look at the targets. catches. Six catches. Okay. Six catches on 12 targets. He's catching half of his balls. He got 11 targets against Baltimore last week, and he only got 10 points. That productive is pitiful. It's disgusting. I just think if there's one thing you can do in fantasy football, if there's one stat right, and I'm, you can I'm follow, going, it's I'm going against targets. our logic. I'm going against our logic. Okay, I test for me this week. My gut, my gut Here's, feeling. To be honest, I'm starting Chris Godwin. Doesn't matter if he gives if he does nothing because <laughs> I'm starting AJ Dillon and Rashad right. White well, is my you, running during backs. the bye week. You probably if you have the choice of sitting Chris Godwin, you're probably sitting pretty. Um, I think you should start Chris Godwin. Okay, maybe if, maybe Chris Godwin isn't necessarily a sit. It's more of like a don't get your hopes up star. Okay. It's like a sad star. Okay. I changed your mind. <laughs> a li- well, I think it's it's true cuz he gets a lot of targets. I didn't look at the targets as as intentively as I should. You know, maybe I should just I should st- stinky take myself. Someone dropped a stinky take. <laughs> I should stinky take myself because I'm going against our logic. I'm not practicing what we preach. Stats. We preach statistics, and our favorite is the targets. Targets he, is one of the most important. He statistics. gets the targets, but I still don't feel confident about him producing a whole lot. I don't. His floor might be high, but his ceiling is. Uh, let's say there's like an inch of ceiling between, or an inch of space between the floor and the ceiling. Yeah, I mean, and. We have a year, half a year left of fantasy football. We'll so see. We'll see what happens. Um, so those are your two sits. I have three, seven things total this You're week. You're so generous. Um, one of them is basically the three of. I have four, but three of them are basically the Jets' offense. <laughs> so I have Michael Carter and James Robinson, and Bills are the top run defense These in are the NFL. Your, your sits. These are sits. Right. You're sitting both Michael Carter and James Robinson against the top run defense in unclear roles. You don't know how much work either of them is going to get. It could be Michael Carter getting all of it. It could be James Robinson getting a lot of it. It could be 50-50. And the Jets also, I, I think the Jets are going to regress. I don't think they're as good as their record might suggest. Um, and I just, against the Bills, they're going to get exposed, I think. <laughs> and I, like, I don't want either Michael Carter or James Robinson in my lineup this week. Um, and same goes for Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson had a pretty good week last week. He had yeah, he did seven actually. seven catches, I believe, or seven targets at least. Yeah, yeah, I feel good about Garrett Wilson. Sorry, we're looking at the camera right now. We're live streaming, by the way, on YouTube. I don't want to be distracting. Hold on. Um. So Garrett Wilson, uh, there's a better better schedule down the road. There's a better schedule down the road for Garrett Wilson, um, but he's against a really good Bills pass defense. And I think this last game, last week, he had a touchdown, I believe. Um, he did. He it was, was a little bit of his, an outlier. Yeah, I was going to say it's like one of his – I think it was his only touchdown. I just don't trust it. I don't think he's going to repeat. Um, and then my third is Antonio Gibson, uh, who has had two good weeks, but on not very high snap counts. Um, You're sitting Antonio Gibson? Oh. 
I know. Wow. Crazy. Ray. But I was I checked his stats. I checked his stats to be fair. And he got more than ten the past two weeks. Um and I just don't think that's gonna stay consistent. Okay. Um Well yeah. Yeah, so those are my sits. I've four I've I've eight players <laughs> total in my starts and sits. So generous. I'm covering a lot of ground here. Um should we get into our special segment? I think we shall. Finn, would you like to kick us off? So this special segment is going to be about <laughs> players that are trending up for the rest of the year. Yeah, we're halfway we're ha- there. We're halfway, we're halfway there. There are some people that the perspective we're has changed since the start of the season. And now with our new knowledge, with uh, our statistics throughout the games that we have seen so far, we can project where these players are going for the rest of the season right so we have some trending up players and we have some trending down players this is for all you business majors out here yeah these are some in in-depth statistics here maybe you saw one of our our flyers or our posters wedged in between the projector of uh, one particular beckman classroom i won't say which one but you'll <laughs> see um we're talking fantasy stock market ladies and gentlemen uh, <laughs> I, 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 I like these. I, I kind of, I had a lot of fun with this, honestly, just cause I feel like my biggest issue, I think this is just speaking personally, my biggest issue with fantasy is just holding strong in terms not of like certain, moves. like not making moves when I don't have to. And just, like I said, analyzing your holes and making moves to fill those bad boys up with good fantasy players. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is half like a check of confidence and half maybe like a start thinking because it's not going to be immediate. They're not going to trend upwards immediately. They're not going to trend downwards immediately. But these are definitely going to be things that you want to be looking out for and anticipating. Finn, would you like to start us off? Yeah. So for my first upward trender, I have Chris Alave. Mm-hmm. Um, with the recent news that Michael Thomas is going to miss a lot of time because of his toe. Mm. Uh, Chris Alave is a huge winner in that scenario. Um, and we know who Chris Olave is. He's a very He's talented him. wide receiver. He's him. Um, I just think that rest of season, you can count on him to be a top 20 guy. Top 20 guy? Top 20 guy. Top he, 20 guy. He's the top wide receiver on the Saints. Yeah. And they're not afraid to throw. Definitely um, not, especially with Jameis. He's uh, going to come back eventually. Yeah. Also, <laughs> worth worth pointing out that he's a rookie. You know, like, yeah. he might have more in the tank that we're not even, like, he could get better. Right. Um, we haven't seen his ceiling yet. You know what I mean? So uh, I would I would love to have Chris Olave on my roster. Uh, unfortunately, I traded him away to my co-host here. Um, <sighs> He's safe and sound, but I traded. It came at a hefty price. It was a very hefty price. Mr. Trifecta holder. I got CMC and Chris Godwin in the package, so I'm, I'm feeling okay about it. Um, I'm feeling good, too. Should, it, was a, it was a good Yeah, it was, trade. it was a good trade. Fine. Um, you want to ping pong, or should I just go through my trenders? No, we can ping pong. I mean, do you want me to go downwards? But like, let's let's we can go downwards. Let you do your your trending up, and then we'll get to the trending down. All right, all right. My trending up. One of my trending ups is Amon Ra St. Brown, and that is due to some lackluster performances. Just some. I guess there's been some chit chatter and the subreddits and the discords and the the group chats of about Amon Ra just kind of not being where you want him to be and it's true you if you've been starting him he just hasn't been living up to standards that he set 
and it's kind of sad. It's disappointing, especially as a, a second year guy, just like really exciting player. I was, I mean, it's just been, it's been sad watching him kind of struggle halfway through the season, kind of going through a sophomore slump, but like, don't fret. The Lions just got rid of TJ Hawkinson. That was like his only target competition. He is well. The rookie is gonna arrive soon. It's 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 gonna it's either gonna be sometime late November, if not during the Bills game in prime time. I'd say sometime in December, and if not in December, it might be another season. But who knows? Uh, but owners do not fret. I the Lions have just a, a great schedule in terms of passing offenses. We've got Jacksonville, Carolina, and Chicago and Green Bay twice this latter half of the year. I think Amon Rob is just gonna be someone that you're gonna start to come back into fantasy relevance again. Good buy low. I mean these could all serve as buy lows, but uh, actually never mind. But I think Amon Ra is definitely a buy low right now. He's someone who you are gonna want to go out and get and feel good about having on your roster. That's right. I agree. Um, my next guy is Alan Lazard. Uh, Ooh. And this is – I'm having him trending up uh, specifically because Green Bay didn't really do anything in free agency. Uh, they have yet to uh, address the hole at wide receiver. They've got holes. Um, and Alan Lazard is their number one guy, um, and he's already underrated. He was already pretty consistent. I just think it's going to continue uh, – there's not going to be a drop-off here because there's no added competition uh, unless the rookies start to go really crazy. I think Alan Lazard, he already has that established connection with Aaron Rodgers. Like, He's just going to be a consistent uh, performer for the rest of the season. Hmm. Hmm. Trending upwards for me? Kenneth Walker. He's going to be really, really, really good. I'm so excited to keep watching him play. Oh goodness gracious! I oh man, watching him play against the Giants that that touchdown to seal the game where he just jump cut to the outside. Oh god, he's so quick. He's just like he's everything you wanted more. He's all that. Yeah, it makes me really excited as a Seahawks fan. Yeah, and as a fantasy owner, you got to feel good about perhaps maybe you picked him up on the waivers. He is worth the hype. Kenneth Walker is going to finish out the season as probably the best rookie running back ahead of Damian Pierce. I think he's the Nick Chubb of the future. <laughs> well, hold on. Where did where did Kenneth Walker play football? Hold on. Kenneth Walker College. Wisconsin. Did he play? Michigan, Michigan State? State? Yeah. Michigan State. Well, he can't be Nick Chubb because he's not a Georgia running back and he's not going to explode in two years. So. I just mean like the the way he plays the game. Oh yeah, he's, he's a not pure, he's catch a, pure a ton runner. of passes, um, but he's going to be really efficient and he's going to be a really just strong kinda, runner. Kind of like Marshawn Lynch. It I got flashbacks. Aww. I had flashbacks. Then got chills. He got goosebumps. a little bit <laughs> when he had that touchdown and he broke a couple tackles. He had a couple big runs. It made me really happy. Yeah. That's my childhood. It was it was triggering. Yeah. Do you got any more uh, got any more trending upwards? Because I got I have more. I have seven trending upwards. Yeah. Wow. I'll just these. You I can go. Them off. I can go lightning round though. Okay. Two. George Pickens and Deontay Johnson. Chase Claypool left and uh, was traded, so I think they are going to receive a lot more targets. So they're going to be trending up. Travis Etienne. It's pretty obvious. James Robinson is on the Jets now. Um, I think you can trust Travis Etienne for the rest of the season as a top-tier running back. Um, 
I don't know if he can handle a huge workload. No, he's not built for that. But he's gonna have a bigger workload. Um, and he needs he needs like a bruiser back, kind of like Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. Uh, but he's just he's just looks so good. I think you can trust him. I love um, him. I love him in that Jags uniform. Another is Khalil Herbert. Ooh, hello. Um, and here's why the Bears are playing the hot hand. They are. They've showed a lot more willingness to just give the ball to whoever's running the best, and that's been Khalil Herbert recently. Um, he's been playing better than David Montgomery, mm-hmm. um, so he's having a much larger role. This is looking a lot more like what we thought it would be like with A.J. Dillon and uh, Aaron Jones. Um, so I think Khalil Herbert you can be excited about, not just as a handcuff, but also as just a standalone flex player. Yeah. Um, then my other two, I'll go really quick. Justin Fields has been playing a lot better. That Bears offense seems to have, seems to have figured things out. Mm-hmm. They just got another weapon in Chase Claypool. Um, Justin Fields, if you are in need of a quarterback, that's your guy if he's not already on a roster. Um, mm-hmm. And then Amari Cooper, uh, who has had hey, some big games. He's one of my trending upwards. He is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he has – I won't go too much into it, but uh, he's going to get a better quarterback near the end of the year. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, we'll see. Well, eh, it's a tough situation as a fantasy outlook. We hope that he Amari Cooper gets better quarterback play, but I hope that quarterback uh, also gets Never charged for his crimes Never that plays he committed. Um, I'm just being realistic about the NFL. Yeah, so if you want to gamble and make some money, then you should probably trade for uh, Amari Cooper if you want to be like an objectively moral person. Don't. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Just... Don't support the Cleveland Browns organization. Fuck those guys. Sorry, Mom, but fuck the Cleveland Browns. Um, I love Nick Chubb, though. Yeah, I love Nick Chubb. We love Nick Chubb. And Jacoby Brissett. Love that guy. Yeah. Uh, Actually, your points about Justin Field kind of make me want to bring up a a kind of an interesting upward trender, and that's Trevor Lawrence for me, Mm. someone who I think is going to have a great, wonderful finish to the season and I think that's just due to schedule uh oh I made a spelling error typical me I said crackdowns I think I said checkdowns I meant to say checkdowns the schedule the checkdowns and the production games the games where he's had quite high point totals have been against pretty lackluster opponents highest games coming from the Chargers the Texans and the Colts and his schedule coming up is absolutely delicious. Las Vegas, Detroit, Tennessee, Jets, Houston, and Tennessee again. I think Trevor Lawrence is at least going to be borderline startable from, which is a bounce back from which whatever the hell he's been doing. I like Trevor Lawrence the other half of the year. If you're struggling, if you, God forbid, drafted Derek Carr, Ryan Tannehill, or Aaron Rodgers as one of your starting quarterbacks. I would take Justin Fields over Trevor Lawrence. Personally, that's fine. That's um, fine because of the rushing upside. Yeah. But I think Trevor Lawrence is definitely a good option if Justin Fields is already on a roster. I would take Justin Fields over Trevor Lawrence as well, but that doesn't mean that either of them aren't going to be doing well. I agree. Going to be doing good work. I also, well, I mean, you, you kind of, you kind of snatched Amari Cooper for me. So that's all my upwards. Could we, we have about. Two, three minutes to talk we can, downwards. We can go lightning quick. We can go downward. We can get negative. We can get. We can be haters. And I, 
Mm, I hate, I hate the Cardinals running back room. <laughs> oh, I hate them so, so much. They are trending downwards. <laughs> um, their schedule, like, sucks. Eno Benjamin sucks. Ugh. James Conner. James Conner sucks. Did you know he had cancer? Yeah, I love him. <laughs> he, he got me second place last year. Yeah, James Conner. Shout out James Conner. He has some with sick his, tattoos. With his, like, 20 touchdowns. Yeah. Oh, my God. What a great season. Uh, Devin Singletary. Ugh. God, I hate him. You took one of mine. I hate Devin Singletary. You took one of mine. Because <sighs> of Naheem Hines? Yeah, because of Naheem Hines, yeah. actually. And the Bills just, I don't, why would they ever run the ball? <laughs> ever. They seem, when they play against teams that are bad against the run and good against the pass, they run the ball. Yeah. Um, like the Lions. Yeah. Uh, I've seen a lot of run game on Thanksgiving. So those are, those are your two downward guys? Or oh, and uh, any Green Bay receiver. Any Green Bay receiver. God, I hate him. So, Lazard, Romeo, Dodson, Sammy Watkins. Okay, so that's a that's one disagreement, I guess. Yeah. Um, my trending down guys are David Montgomery. Um, even though this Bears offense is getting better. Uh, the hot hand. The hot hand. I think he's going to have a slightly smaller role. Um, he's not going to be the workhorse there. Um, the Ravens running back room. Uh, is injury-plagued. It's going to be hard to trust anyone going into any week. Everyone's questionable. You're not going to know who's going to score. Yeah. It's going to be tough. Um, I also had Devin Singletary. Yeah, just avoid, reasons. avoid the headache. Yeah. You save yourself the migraine. If you have to start him, it's okay. But, mm-hmm. um, and then Brandon Cooks, uh, who was not traded, uh, which sucks, sinks his value. Yeah. Um, it's just not a good look for Brandon Cooks' fantasy yeah. outlook. Hey, and that rhymed. Yeah. Those are my guys. Uh, we're, we have 15 seconds left. so No, no, no. It doesn't cut us off immediately. So we can have like an extra minute just to cut off and just say thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. I really, really appreciate it. All right. I'm cutting off your mic. <laughs> <laughs> no, turn me back on. A, did you actually cut me off? No, you're, you're still on. Oh, thank God. Oh, that's so funny. Um. No, but thank you for tuning in. And, of course, thank you so much for all the love and support you guys have been giving us. Uh, we just recently hit 50 listeners on, on Spotify. Spot. That's crazy. We have 50. The big five zero. That's wild. So 50 people, thank you. Well, 50 all-time have listened to our show. That's great. I think we have, like, 36 subscribers. That's crazy. So we're, we're oh followers. So yeah, thank one you. of them's me. One of them is me and my family, <laughs> my immediate family. So, um, but anyways, this I know I don't know about you, Finn, but this is always such a joy. This is a highlight of my week every, every time. time. Every time, yeah, yeah. So, um, and we love doing it for you guys, and we always want to strive to be better for you, um, and give the best advice. Um, and yeah, uh, we do this for you, so you can win money, <laughs> so you can so you can be, gamble you can more gamble. effectively. <laughs> <laughs> so you can gamble yeah no but thanks always anyone who's listening live thank you so much anyone who's listening later you guys all mean the same and i hope that we're helping you guys kick some fucking ass and remember it's not gambling if your friend gets the money <laughs> well ladies and gentlemen that's our time thank you once again for tuning in of course if you're listening to us live stay tuned for the incomparable same wavelength radio. They're talking about bringing out your inner child. Ooh-hoo. I'm not going to do the voice again. Um, but of course, thank you. And as always, this has been Ryan, 
the permanent guest. And Finn is fine. This has been Good News, Bad News, Sports. Taking your fantasy game to next 